<laughs> Ooh, starting. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Dear Graham, a podcast for Graham. Do you know I forgot it was me who <laughs> I was waiting for Adam. I was like, this is a long also I didn't see it counting down. It doesn't count down. What does it do? It just says awaiting recording and then it says recording. Well, I didn't see it until it was on number three, second okay. number three. <laughs> All right. Well, uh you're up. Amelia, I'm Adam. Graham and Rachel are here. Hooray! Hey, it's us. For our yearly tradition of most anticipated movies of the next year. Uh, mostly the same movies. Yes, as a year so, ago. How's everybody doing? That seems about right for 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just going to continue. Just going to continue. Big hopeful note. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing all right. Good. I'm excited to talk about some movies. I brought some notes. They're on the back of my hand, so I can forget. <laughs> okay. Uh, really came prepared for this one. Really? And uh, I'm excited to talk about what I'm drinking, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Um, what is everybody drinking? Um, I'm drinking something that you made me, and I'm not sure what it is, but I have, with my superior powers of uh, smell and taste, deduced that it is bourbon, Sprite, because you told me. I did. Love because you told me. Yeah. Um, apple cider. Like and Sherlock, a- Sherlock Holmes over here. Crushing <laughs> it. Yeah. And a cinnamon stick that I can see. <laughs> I did figure out the bourbon, though. First you try. <laughs> you took a sip and you said bourbon? Uh, yeah. Great deduction. Yeah. It's yeah. good. And it smells real cinnamony now that it's been soaking for a while, but it doesn't taste cinnamony, which I'm fine with. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Rachel, I think I skipped you saying how you were doing, so... While you're uh, telling fine. us what you're drinking, tell us how you're doing. Nice. Okay. Um, I am drinking a very special Christmas present, a stocking stuffer that is a fancy vermouth, a dry oh. vermouth. Mm. It has like 20 things infused in it. It's from a little farm in Oregon. They house distill the brandy they fortify it with. Wow. Yeah, so it's half that and half seltzer and a squeeze of lemon, and it's pretty delicious. That sounds great. Nice. We could do that with our vermouth, but I bet it would taste like rubbing alcohol. Mm. <laughs> Low quality vermouth? I assume. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And yeah, I'm doing good. We hit Christmas number three tomorrow, so I'm just still in holiday mode. Haven't nice. it for two weeks, so wow. can't complain. Amazing. That's the dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Heck yeah. Graham, what are you drinking? Oh, I'm drinking a a gin 50-50. Thank you to our hopeful sponsor, Watershed Distillery in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I I took a postcard from them probably two years ago and just found it to write a letter to a friend on the back of. And it has a bunch of cocktail recipes. And one of them is half gin, half dry vermouth Mm. and then some dashes of orange bitters so i did that and then it was just liquor so i put some fizzy water on top but that is a very alcoholic drink let's check in with graham later on in the podcast (laughs) (laughs) adam what about you uh i am drinking the last of some bent ladder cider Mm -hmm. do you remember what kind it was Mojito type. It was something mojito Midwest type. Mojo, maybe? Midwest Mojo sounds right. I guess right. Mojo. Mojo. But okay. it was mojito type. Okay. Wow. Get God a mojito. Not bad. Nice. That sounds great. So, yeah. Um. So this episode is most anticipated movies of 2021. 
Mm. Uh, I will probably say 2020 at some point. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I asked my patients all day today if they knew what year it was, and they told me 2021. And every time I went in to be like, close, but not quite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I always agreed with them in surprise. <laughs> <laughs> great cover. Great, great turn. I wrote 2018 in my uh, notes that I was taking last week, so... I'm regularly multiple years Mm -hmm. disoriented. Like I write 2015 a lot. Like Mm. my writing hand seems to be very, I think that's when I was in grad school. Well, that was definitely when I was in grad school, but that was like when I graduated and uh, my writing hand is sometimes stuck in 2015. And I remember being in grad school and writing 2010, which is when I graduated high school and my uh, one instructor calling me out on it. But now I don't, you know. So you're five years behind all the time. All the time. Yeah. What a (laughs) fascinating point of muscle memory. But I have no desire to write 2016. Like I certainly know it's not 2016. (laughs) That was a bad year. It was a bad year. Mm. And it was not a year of transition for me. I think I think years of transition I get stuck in. That was a year of transition for the country. Yeah, Um, but not me personally. (laughs) Anyway, so I'm just going to throw out movies. Um, Some of them I'm looking forward to. Some of them are just movies that are coming out or are supposed to come out or might come out and might be delayed again. Um, But Are we doing all 100 on this list? That's right. No, we're not doing 100. Uh, I narrowed it down to 31. Okay. of this list, which is on theplaylist.net. And I only picked that one because they put together a pretty comprehensive list and a lot of other ones it's were... It's got a hundred things on it. <laughs> you'd be surprised how many movies are coming out. It's anyway, cool. number 100 mm. on this list. And this this is not my order. This is theplaylist.net's order. All right, uh, I'm after you, so playlist.net. Don't get mad at me if a movie you like is... Let's say number 82 on this list. Uh, number 100, though, is the Uncharted film. Uh, Uncharted is a popular video game series that is an absolute blast. Mm. And I only bring it up on this list because it's got Tom Holland playing the main character. And I think Antonio Banderas is the villain. Oh, my gosh. And Mark Wahlberg uh, is playing a different character. And will he stab an Asian person in the eye? Who knows? He's done it before. He's done it before. Mm-hmm. He's done it before. Basically, it's just a young treasure hunter hunting treasure, and it's Tom Holland, and he's super fun. He's so. super fun. He's I'm on board. Uh, Tom Holland is Spider-Man? Yes. yes. Current Spider-Man. Current Spider-Man. Great. Mm. Yeah, he's cute and funny, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Likeable enough. Yeah. 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 yeah, totally. So, yeah, I'm on board. I'm interested. Uh, it comes out. Also, this movie's been in development for so long that originally Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Tom Holland's character. <laughs> and now he's playing. Mm-mm. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I was super wow. excited back in like 2007. Holy guacamole. Holy smokes. So, yeah, this movie's been been coming out for a long time. I think Danny DeVito was originally supposed to play the Mark Wahlberg character. But then he got too old and died. But they've. Danny DeVito is not dead. Just kidding. <laughs> you know, heard it here first, <laughs> I was <laughs> That was just a little joke about mortality. Danny DeVito is beloved. <laughs> Can I just say, though, I am excited for um, the sequel, Uncharted, 
in which (laughs) (laughs) it's about a laundromat (laughs) (laughs) okay all right explicit tag it is um (laughs) all right so the next one on my list and also the next one on this list is three thousand years of longing which is uh an epic fantasy romance uh that is directed by george miller who directed Mad Max Fury Road. And so I'm on board for that. Uh, And it stars Tilda Swinton and Idris Elba. Two people who I like a lot. And also George Miller, who is the best. Yeah. I'm totally on board. That's very exciting. Weird. A weird combo. That name is like a little daunting. Which one? Oh, 3,000 Years of Longing? (laughs) Tilda Swinton. (laughs) Daunting. Is it... I wonder if it's like a sort of vampiric, uh, cannot die immortality type thing, or if it's just a fun mythology. I don't know. I don't know. I think it has some, I read somewhere else that it has something to do with Scotland. Like Tilda Swinton is like lives in the Scottish Highlands. And I don't know if, you know, she is immortal or what the deal is there, but I'm on board. You know, everybody involved seems good. Let's hope the accents are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, yeah. Well, she is Scottish, I think. Is she? I, I think she so. was Irish. Oh, I don't, I don't know. And that's that's a that's a thing. I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to get. A... <laughs> I don't want to get too deep into that. Yeah. yeah. This is number ninety nine on both. Number ninety nine. A lot of movies coming out. Apparently, they yeah. both sound great so far. Wow. I'm skipping. I'm skipping a lot, but number ninety eight is a movie that. Oh, go ahead. Well, here's just a general question for this list. Do we think we will be able to see any of them if they're not allowed in theaters? Or they're just going to come out and we're going to be mad? You're allowed in theaters. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, I don't want to die. Oh, yeah. You know what? I meant to say we should should add a question. Are you willing to die in theaters (laughs) to see this Uh film? So would you be willing to die to see the Uncharted movie? Because I would not. No. No, but Uncharted the musical? Maybe. Oh, it's a musical now. <laughs> I assume I think, so. I think Tom Holland could be in a... He strikes me as I'm a sure musical think, kind of person. He could certainly dance. Oh, yeah. he's He is a dancer, I think. Well, he's a... Ball- ballet. He's a he acrobat. He is an he's acrobat. He's a gymnast. He is a gymnast. <laughs> I've seen him dance and other things, so that checks out. I feel like if you're a gymnast, you can probably automatically dance. Yeah, probably. There's, some, there's crossover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. Uh, so would anybody be willing to die to see 3,000 years of longing? No. No. Not unless I was immortal and in the movie. Oh, mm. okay. Uh, All right. It's a chew on that one. No. So mm-hmm. the next movie, uh, Amelia definitely is going to be willing to see in theaters. Uh, the sequel to Venom. No. Which I only put in there because it's called Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh! <laughs> And Carnage is the other. Carnage is a, is another is a is a Spider-Man villain who's the bad guy, and it, this is also the last line said in the original Venom, or something like that. And it, it's Woody Harrelson wearing the worst wig I've ever seen oh. in this movie. And at the end of the first Venom, it's the worst oh, wig I've I ever seen. About that movie. Uh, I don't know why this movie's being made. It's being directed by Andy Serkis. Interestingly enough, I don't know who that is. He Got played. Him? Gollum, yeah, and every CGI character oh. in anything, and also Claw in um, Black Panther. Oh, totally. Yeah. Weird. anybody Anybody want to see this? No. 
Not at all. We when we uh, were in the cabins for Thanksgiving times, Venom was being was going to come on next. We watched like three or four movies at the same time. It was the weirdest style of like media consumption that I think either of us has ever really engaged in. Not our norm. I actually had a great time, but there was <laughs> sure. like the little teaser plugs for Venom, and it was just Venom going, "We are Venom," and like yep. whipping out his tongue to eat somebody's face or something. But yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Venom. I think Venom. Seems scary, except I'm kind of yeah. bummed that he's an they are an alien rather than like a product of humanity's cruelty or something. I don't mm. know. I we just saw... imagined I just imagined the Bob Ross wig when you oh, it's, it's, wore his yeah. wig. Yeah, it is. So it's, then it's, I just imagined that. Woody Harrelson in the Bob Ross wig, which is a good That's visual. Nice. So I would <sighs> maybe see that, but I don't think I would risk death for it. No. Yeah. I think we saw the original Venom in theaters because sure we, you know, we were just going once a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, it was awful. It was a box office hit. Oh. Trash film, box office hit. It was sure. terrible. There's a very fun scene uh, where Tom Hardy doing his typical, you can only hear like 70% of the things that he yes. says. What's up with uh, open your dang mouth? Is like starving <laughs> and is trying to figure out what he can eat. And he jumps into a lobster tank. <laughs> Like he doesn't just that. like grab a lobster. He just jumps in. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> He's just sitting in a lobster. T- it's it's a bad film. It's real. It, it's yeah. And it's just very dated. Like it's yeah. very aughts. Mm-hmm. Like just yeah. I don't know. I just felt like I was watching a movie from a long time ago where like there was only one woman and her role was to also become Venom and then have super long legs and big boobs, which she didn't have otherwise. And like it like it was just so dated. Yeah, it wasn't a movie that that we liked. No, it was a bad movie. <laughs> it was a bad film. Yeah, sounds bad. So would anybody be willing to die to see nope. No. In fact, I think I would have to be paid some amount of money to see Venom too. I will probably see Venom too. I'm sure. I'm not proud of it. I probably will. You have a thing that you feel like you need to see every comic book movie? I do. You don't need to. But I do. Uh -uh. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Next movie on the list is F9, which is what they're calling the ninth movie of the Fast and Furious franchise. (laughs) Continuing the trend of renaming this franchise every (laughs) single time they come out with a new movie. Yes. And just confusing me every time. Uh, they're bringing everybody back, and yeah. I think this is yeah. the one they're going to space in. What? I think not. They don't actually go to space. Tom Cruise has a movie coming out. He's actually going to space. Okay. Uh, but I think this is the one where like the people go to space. Cool. In a yeah. Mitsubishi Eclipse, that's just like so super powered. Yeah. Total eclipse of the Mitsubishi. Hey, Fast and the Furious 9. Faster and Furious are a total eclipse of the Mitsubishi. Amazing. Yeah. So, I haven't seen 8. I don't think that matters. Yeah, it, it does not matter. Yeah. I think I've seen maximum 3, and I don't know what 3, except for I know that we watched the first yes. one once. Terrific. I couldn't believe how much Graham fun I it. had. I thought it was Fast Furious 1? Yes. Walter, Vin Diesel, street racing. Yeah, they really, they've they've branched out from there. Yeah, they fly cars out of skyscrapers into helicopters. Or they did that in like 2010, probably at this point. They go go building to building in that. Yeah, there's a couple that are just real fun. Um, I've seen all of them except eight at this point, I think. Yeah. Uh, And they they are a roller coaster. And the timeline is very confusing because uh, Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, which is three... 
actually takes place like in the future. And so you didn't get to that in the timeline until like eight. Hmm. It's bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's unnecessary. Hobbs and Shaw was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was a great Dear Graham episode. One of the earliest. One of that the, was the first, the first one. one. Yeah, I thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's our most listened to ever, I think, because people listen to that one and they say, eh, yeah. not for me. <laughs> Which is so Well, here we are, returning to Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. So anybody want to see F9? Sure. I'll probably watch it. Yeah, if it's free. If mm-hmm. it's free and not in theaters, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. And... So I take it that nobody's willing to die to see F9. No. Correct. Okay. All right. Next movie is West Side Story. Directed by Steven Spielberg, starring Ansel Elgort, Rachel Zegler, Corey Stoll, and Rita Moreno. Rita Moreno in the original West Side Story, right? I don't know. Sounds right. In the 50s? I think so. Is she playing a abuela? I don't know. (laughs) Name sounds familiar to me. Anyway... Uh, apparently this one, uh, does not have the same issues that the first one did in that they kept casting white people to play people who aren't white. Okay. Checking that box. Seems to come down to not, is this movie straight up offensive? And it's more, do you like West Side Story? I'm a little, I feel like Hollywood... It's just a little boring at this point. Yeah. And they're like, why do you keep redoing the same movies over and over again? I feel like that too. I feel like if you want to go to the movies and not see either a reboot or a sequel, you have like two or three options a year. No, we're going to we're gonna get to some options here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're hard to find. Technically a reboot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great Those point. characters existed before. <laughs> it's not anything new under the sun. Uh, so who's Ansel Elgort? Uh, he was in Baby Driver, and he also oh. might have done some horrifying things. Okay. Oh. Google it. Mm. I'll read this to you. The film's problem right now is that the internet canceled Ansel Elgort last year amid some fairly ugly allegations of sexual misconduct and gaslighting. Gross. Oh. Well, not, not good. good. Yeah. Yeah. So Google it. Um, I yeah, I I'm not sold on West Side Story because I don't like West Side Story. I just don't I don't like it. I feel like I want to like it, but I feel like it's one of those like civil rights m- movements that we've progressed beyond. You know, like it's not really soaring. Like I don't know. I remember a lot of prolonged dance scenes that mm-hmm. I don't need. It, like. <laughs> would would you rather see in the heights? Yeah, I sure. I, yes, I yeah. absolutely would rather see in yeah. the heights. That's yeah. not on my list, but because we talked about it last year, and I remember us talking about it. But Ugh. it is supposed to come out this year, and I think it's going to be great. Pretty stoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel yeah. the same way. I think West Side Story. I would like to have the plot and like notes about it firmly cemented in my brain, just to be able to participate in that part of pop culture <laughs> and i just don't really like i have no totally and they snap their fingers Romeo, and Juliet. scoot along yeah it is right i'm not interested in watching it and especially it sounds like not this redux of it mm-hmm. yeah i just well, wish i knew it better in my brain i wouldn't turn it down but i also would probably yeah especially with those criticisms not pay for it and i don't need it it's like a i would put it on the background yeah. Also, 
controversial opinion. I haven't liked like the last five Spielberg movies. What have they? I don't know. Ready Player One. Oh, bad. Um, the Post, which I wanted to like, but like I didn't. Was it about news people? It was about news people, yeah. And it had Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks and mm-hmm. like really good cast. I just didn't like it. And um, the bridge one that you and I, Bridge of Spies. Oh, it was so boring. It was so boring. My parents were like, guys, you have to see Bridge of Spies. It will blow your mind. I, was <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. They loved it. We hated it. It's still a point of contention. <laughs> <laughs> I've not thought about it since then, to be perfectly honest. Okay. Uh, next movie. <laughs> King Richard, which I don't want to see, but it seems like the weirdest idea for a film. Uh, it stars Will Smith, oh. and it's a look at how tennis superstars Venus and Serena Williams became who they are after the coaching of their father, Richard Williams, played by Will Smith. So mm-hmm. I think it's okay. the rise of the Williams sisters, but focusing on their father, which seems like what? a weird... <laughs> That's so patriarchal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. literally patriarchal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's going to portray him as a bad guy, but still, I'm not interested in it. I would rather see a movie on Serena and Venus Williams. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah, and you maybe don't need a weird edge to that story. Mm-hmm. Just tell it well. Right. And it feels weird to have it while the Williams sisters remain relevant and are active tennis players. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're not like retired. His they're still dominating the up. world stage. They didn't put out the Johnny Cash biopic when Johnny Cash was, you know, still releasing the Walk the Line. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I guess a little maybe after the I Walk the Line point in their careers, but they're established sure. superstars that continue to perform. Yeah, very well. That movie came out after he put out Hurt, though. I'm not willing to die for this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, me neither. I will say I I know very little about. Richard Williams and so like it is interesting to tell I guess his story but I totally agree that I would much rather watch a well-made movie about the Williams sisters and uh, that just seems to be like if you're gonna make that movie why not make it about them why do we need to know about Richard Williams's story yeah unless there's something that we don't know about him that is like real interesting yeah. Hmm. But I, I think it would probably still not be as interesting as Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It would be fun if he's just kind of like a normal square dad who just yeah. like is having fun coaching his kids and then they just are the best ever at what they do. But I am sure that is not the case. Is it trying to be, you know, that Michael Jackson film about, or the Jackson 5 film that's like really portrayed, I feel like portrays their dad and like their parenting? Yeah. Yeah. I think I saw part of it one time. Yeah. I wonder if it's trying to be like that, but that is some intense parent style. So, yeah. I'm sure I have not seen that movie, but from everything I know about Michael Jackson's father, any story about him is like, this is how you ruin a human being. Yeah. Uh And I don't want to watch that story about two people who are very successful and alive and have to know that it's out there, you know? Yeah. Even yeah. if it's like, this is a wonderful father, I'm not very interested in that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> also, like, do they have to give blessing for this sort of film? I kind of think yes. I'm Probably. Otherwise, mm-hmm. they could sue for defamation yeah. and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
libel. Mm-hmm. One's print, one's not. I don't remember which is which. Yeah. So like, that's interesting to know. There's mm-hmm. a there's a David Bowie biopic coming out that we might have talked about on a previous podcast. I don't remember. But uh, they couldn't get the right. The David Bowie estate didn't sign off on them using any of David Bowie's songs. That's hilarious. So I'm very interested to see how they get around that. <laughs> that new songs. Are they going to get Jermaine Clement to write some songs? That'd be great. great. Or yeah. Brett McKenzie. Or Brett yeah. McKenzie. I don't know who, who actually They've already got one called Boys in Space. So I know. They're well cool. on their way. In space. Pretty good. So <laughs> anybody willing to die to see that film? Certainly not. That's another wow. one you probably have to pay me to see. Well, you won't have to because it's coming to HBO Max. Oh. Uh, I would like to read a little bit about it later, like when it's coming out. Sure. That's my interest. Okay, next film on the list, uh, Gucci, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Lady Gaga, Al Pacino, Jeremy Irons. Uh, It is about the, it's the story of how Patrizia Reggiani, the ex-wife of Maurizio Gucci, plotted to kill her husband. (laughs) And I assume Lady Gaga is playing the ex-wife of Yeah, I see. And the husband is Adam Driver. That's oh, terrific. I mean, I don't know what kind of vibe this is going to have because Ridley Scott is like typically a very straightforward director. Mm. He's the guy who did Alien. Yep. Really all the aliens and <laughs> Gladiator and some stuff like that. But I'm on board. That's, yeah. a, really, that's a really good cast. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sounds fun. I would love to just watch a 90-minute feature film that's like Lady Gaga in couture, let alone trying to kill her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Plotting to kill her husband. I also really like Adam Driver for some reason. I just find him very enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I would consider death for that movie. Really? Yes, I got my first round of the vaccines today, so I'm thinking I can probably go to the movies starting February. No problem. (laughs) Anybody else willing to risk death? No way. (laughs) Same. Uh, I lied earlier. In the Heights is on this list, and it is up now. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be great. I'm really pumped. Mostly because I am in love with the main character because of his performance in She's Gotta Have It. Mm. Uh, Which character? Um, He. Did you see the Netflix She's Gotta Have It? Yeah. He is the young, fun one who does fresh out the box when he's doing push-ups for her Jordans. Yeah, wears the uh, the or rides a bike, wears a lot of jewelry. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Heck yeah. I oh, he was him. he was in the uh, um Disney recording of Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. in the original Hamilton cast. Yeah, okay. he's got original. Yes, I've watched a lot of uh, extra features about She's Gotta Have It. And um, apparently Spike Lee saw Hamilton like eight times. Wow. Sitting like very close to the stage. And when they were like, you know, they're they're doing the, the applause and everything at the end. And Spike Lee is apparently standing on his feet just like glowering, like applause aggressively and then pointing and applauding aggressively and then pointing to this guy and his castmate standing next to him looks at him and goes he's not pointing at me <laughs> <laughs> and that was how Spike Lee auditioned that person for <laughs> she's gotta have it boy, oh boy, how funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, didn't in the original she's gotta have it 
Spike Lee played that character. Yeah. Yeah, and which is yeah. just a very fun. Like, liked it so much that he cast his, you know, yeah, ingenue. Yeah, yeah, and that's why he was. And I think because in more extras I watched, that's why he the character repeats the phrases a lot because he Spike Lee didn't know the lines, so he would say, "Baby, can I have your number? Can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it, baby? Can I have your number?" You know, <laughs> <laughs> and he would just like go and like talk over people, and like he just seems like that kind of like manic. <laughs> personality anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. so in the heights yeah i'm i'm all for in the heights i'm not a huge lin lin manuel miranda fan Same. i'm not either i'm a big jimmy smith's fan jimmy smith i'm a big <laughs> jimmy stewart fan oh I like jimmy stewart no jimmy smith's uh has been in a lot of stuff but he is in the west wing you would know him from the west wing ah! yes he's leia's father in the most recent star wars reboot right in, in the prequels in the prequels yes uh yeah. and he is uh santos in the west wing he runs for president in the seasons where it was less good hmm. he's good I good actor okay is it coming to a streaming service it i believe is coming to hbo max Yay! Nice. Yeah, yeah. And it just seems like a sure. blast, like a great way to kill an hour and a half. Oh yeah, I really like Jimmy Smith too. Yeah, he's, I don't know, he just seems nice. He does. Everything he's in, he just seems like a nice, solid, fatherly figure. Yeah, he's really got that done. <laughs> he sure does. Uh, all right. Next up on the list, uh, in case you want to feel a little militaristic, mm-hmm. Top Gun Maverick. I saw the, Top Gun already, so I don't need another. Well, this one's about Maverick, though. All right. Uh, isn't Tom Cruise Maverick? Wasn't the first yeah, one Maverick. about Maverick? <laughs> Talking about Goose, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Goose. Uh, basically, I assume this movie is going to be entirely just like the military's terrific. Apparently, enlistment went up like quantifiably after the first movie came out everybody wanted to be an air force pilot and they ended up just you know doing grunt work sure until they could undo that mistake yeah like four years later i don't know i don't know how long people sign up for yeah so hopefully the same thing doesn't happen here hopefully not nobody nobody's interested in top gun maverick no even though it's got miles teller don't know who that is. I do like Miles Teller, but isn't he like mean? Oh, it's got John Hamm. It's also He's got fun. John Hamm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think no. that, I think that yeah. is not coming to HBO Max. So you'd have to risk death. Certainly not. I'm not into it. Yeah, I didn't think there was going to be a strong reaction to that one. <laughs> yeah. Really just uh, wanted to test the room a little bit. <laughs> Did the, did the room perform as expected? Oh, exactly as I expected. Yeah. Just silent. Yes. Silent anger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next movie should be the opposite. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Woo-hoo! I didn't realize it was going to be called Afterlife. We talked about this a year ago. We did. The preview a year ago I thought looked fun. It's got Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah, that's not why I thought it looked fun. You thought it looked fun because you love Finn Wolfhard. No. Uh, from Stranger Things, who God. I hate so much for is, being 12 years old. He's the second worst actor in Stranger Things, and they're yes. putting him in everything. Yeah. yeah. Strong agree. Whereas um, the kid with the, the teeth. 
Oh, amazing. He's only getting Verizon commercials. He is so good. Put that kid in Ghostbusters Afterlife. That's oh, right. he'd be terrific in a Ghostbusters movie. Would. Yes. Millie Bobby Brown's in a lot of stuff. She's in a lot of her. stuff, to yeah. Her, she's a totally great Totally fine. She can do what she wants. She's like sure. producing her own stuff. You're talking about yeah. um, Enola Holmes? I'm pretty yeah. sure she produced that, yeah. Yeah, good for her. Yeah. Uh, this movie, by the way, is directed by the son of the original Ghostbusters director. Hmm. Just, That's just, funny, because that person has also just like directed other stuff, right? Yeah, um, he directed Juno. Yes. Was I learning this on the last year Graham episode? No, we were talking it, to Super about it. We were talking to Super about it. Oh, we were talking to Super about it. We were it. talking about nepotism in film directing. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, and, yeah, okay, great, yeah. I think they were probably the people who produced Ghostbusters were probably like, okay, the last one we put out, uh, people really didn't like uh, because it had four women. So how do we get everybody back on board without, you know, women, women, (laughs) just make this movie again is the first one. This one doesn't No, This one looks pretty different. I think it looks interesting, but also like I've already seen Ghostbusters and I wish they would just make something else. Mm. that's yeah. fair yeah we'll see i'm, I'm gonna give it a go uh com- it a comes go, out in but... june i you know i wouldn't die to see it but i'll give it a go mm-hmm. i'm ashamed to say that i have not seen the femme ghostbusters Same. so i would see that but All that in theaters Great point. Uh, with my mom interestingly enough well, and interesting. you see movies with her all the time yeah but not in theaters Okay. Uh, and the first like sixty percent is real fun, and the last thirty percent is an absolute mess. What about like the it jumps right off the rails. <laughs> I love that. Fifteen percent of credits. Okay, so, a lot of credits. Yeah, like the ending is just bizarre, and I am positive that like someone made them go back and redo it because it doesn't fit in with the rest of the movie at all. That's a shame. Real weird. Maybe in the real one, the ghosts were actually just the, like, uh, ghosts of, I don't know, like, wealthy people, like Jeff Bezos' closet or something. And I don't think that's what it was. And then they were like, no, we can't do this. It's too controversial. I don't think it's probably went that yeah, way. Probably. <laughs> also, it came out in, like, 2014, and that was a different time on Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Public opinion wasn't where it is now on Jeff Bezos. Yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting a mixed vibe off of that one. Not a lot of interest. Mm, I mean, yeah. I'd watch it for free. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about Godzilla versus Kong? Oh, I was literally going to interject oh, here screaming. because uh, we were speaking of our dear Matt Super. And super in uh, in preparing, helping me prepare for uh, co-hosting this episode You're of Dear Graham. Uh, <laughs> asked me what I thought about Godzilla versus Kong, and I am just here to say that probably none of us are interested, but I'd love to hear everyone's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, the tagline is "One will fall," and I've got to think it's got to be Kong nah, because there's duh. been. Some- movies about kong lately and a bunch about godzilla let me tell you what happens in this film i can tell you right now okay okay do you know or are you extrapolating it's very obvious uh you don't know for sure then it's the same thing that's happened in every single godzilla movie that they've put out so far okay but you don't have confirmation on this no this is no but it's very obvious that humans do something that causes godzilla and king kong to fight for a little bit 
and then they realize there's a bigger threat and they fight that thing together. It's the same thing that's happened in every one of these. It's the same thing that happened in Batman v Superman. It's mm-hmm. just Batman v Superman, but with a giant ape and Godzilla. If yeah, they were... but do they realize that the real villain is the humans and start killing Is humans? it Jeff Bezos specifically? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think likely not. No, but, but where is it set? Uh, where? Is it set in California? They go all over the world in these. <laughs> where does Jeff Bezos live? California. Got mm, look yeah. out. Uh, Millie Brown, by the way, is in this one. Fun. Wasn't she in the last one, too? Or have I just been seeing no, ads she, for this one for a year? She was in the last one. The last one was bad. Mm. Yeah, I did. It's on HBO Max. Nice. I just have no interest. I don't either. Although we did see that one Godzilla movie in theaters where he vomited fire. And that's what he does in all of them. Gosh, I had such a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fun. I watched the King Kong movie on a plane to San Francisco, and it was the best. I was like two inches away from the screen the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> just having a blast watching Sam Jackson. Ooh. Also have a blast <laughs> with Brie Larson and Tom Hiddleston. It's a great trio. Oh my! Yes. Oh, I like those humans. I know yeah. it's a great trio, and they just ham it up for the entire film. That'd be fun. But they couldn't get any of those people back. Some mm. of them probably died, but I don't remember who. What? And then oh, oh. maybe because of COVID. No, no, <laughs> no. Would uh, they die to make this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes. I will say, though, they change King Kong's size too much. He fluctuates in I've size. I've never watched a movie with King Kong in it. You should. Me seen- neither. I have no. seen Big Joe the Gorilla a bunch of times, though. Yeah. What's that movie called? Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. Big <laughs> Joe the Gorilla. <laughs> Boy, I'm over that movie. Yeah, I think okay. it was Mighty Joe Young. Yeah, we definitely used to get that from the library. <laughs> like, frequently. <laughs> kind of a lot. I saw it a bunch of times. <laughs> Uh, I think that there was sometimes confusion when we were checking it out because we would look for Big Joe the gorilla under B. <laughs> <laughs> that seems likely. Okay, so nobody's interested in that one. Uh, maybe Mad Super. Super, call in. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, next one on the list is Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. This is the first Marvel movie that's coming on the list here. Is it a, okay? It's about an Asian person. It's about an Asian person, Thank direct gosh. directed by an Asian person. Almost the entire cast is Asian. Well, I just, you know, Marvel already has a zillion million uh, things about white men learning ancient Asian various martial arts yeah, from yeah. Asian people, and sure. then you talking about Doctor Strange? Oh, I'm talking about all of them. What's Wait, the fist one? Yeah, yeah, the fist one. Oh, we don't talk about that. Well, we're talking about it. We don't mm. talk about. I didn't watch it. The but... Immortal Iron Fist. Yeah, Iron so Fist. So yes. what is that? Wasn't marvelous. What is this one based on? What happens? Uh, so Shang Chi is a guy who is really good at kung fu. I haven't read a ton of Shang Chi comics because they they he doesn't hasn't had he he was created in the seventies when there was a kung fu film like boom merge. yeah boom. And then he kind of went away for a while. They brought him back in some other comics as like a supporting character. But basically my knowledge of Shang-Chi is that he's super good at martial arts. And this movie has Aquafina in it. I really enjoy Aquafina. Yeah, yeah, me too. Did y'all see The Farewell? (gasps) No, I can't bring myself to watch it. I think I'm going to cry. That's the one with the grandma? Yeah. 
Yeah, I watched it. I don't think I cried at all. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I might have cried just knowing myself. I find it likely that I cried once, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought it was kind of sad, but peaceful. No, I liked it. Okay, great. And it was just like a family drama. Like it was less about the grandmother's uh, terminal illness and okay. more about just like a family conflict over, you know, what is, when does lying to your family to protect them go too mm-hmm. far? Yeah. Was, I really liked it. It was awesome. calming, I thought. Cool. That is a great, that's exactly what I needed to hear to make me want to watch it. I've been, uh, Scaring away from the sad movies of late. Sure. I get that. It's certainly not a happy movie. Um, If you'd like me to spoil it for you, I will, but I certainly won't unasked. No, that's okay. I I, I feel convinced, so I'm going to watch it now. Okay. All right. Grandma is super cute. Well, I'm, you know, partial to grandmothers, but she's real sweet. Mm. Okay. Next one. uh, (laughs) Back-to-back Marvel movies. This one's Black Widow. Hmm. Sure. Is Colin Jost in it? That would be funny. He is not. <laughs> no. Scarlett Johansson, David Harbour, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weiss. Do love Florence Pugh. I love a Florence Pugh. Oh, I would watch it. I think both of these, I think I would happily watch most Marvel movies that come out. Minus Venom, but is Venom a Sony movie? It is a Sony. Good Ooh, job. Ooh, look at real, me. Real proud of you right there. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I think I would happily watch most Marvel movies. Honestly, Marvel movies are typically just like such a favorite for me to see in theaters. And I certainly would not risk death to see sure. any of these in theaters. But uh-huh. I do love the idea of being able to comfortably go see them in theaters. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's, that's right, man. Yeah, that's fair. And I don't know anything about the origins of Black Widow and other than I think she's a spy. She is a spy. There's some messed up stuff that I don't know if they'll get into, but mm. we'll see. Uh, all right. Next up, because I'm just steamrolling through these. Oh, movies. yeah. Uh, the It doesn't have a title yet, but it's an Elvis Presley movie mm-hmm. that I only put on here because it has Tom Hanks and he is bald in it. He shaved his head. Oh, my. Yeah. I don't know what his head looks like. He's playing Colonel. Um, why am I forgetting this guy's name? Colonel Tom Hanks. Something. Colonel Tom Hanks. <laughs> He's playing Colonel Tom Hanks. Uh, so anyway, anybody want to see a, an Elvis Presley musical? Nah. Oh, it's a musical. I think it's a musical. I it's- am a little over Elvis. And his stealing of rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's fair. I'm a little over musicals of big name musicians yeah. yeah green day musical didn't we learn anything with american idiot the musical <laughs> or bohemian rhapsody <sighs> trash film i think that was my dad's second favorite movie of that year you say but you also loved uh rocket man i loved rocket man and i saw it twice in theaters and i never need to see it again yeah, it's a blast mm. it was real fun yeah really and i don't need to see any that. more like that again sure ever so, again that's what again, i said the do we think that there are just no new stories to tell we can only tell a story about people who are already alive and reboots elvis sells i think that we can apparently tell maybe two new stories a year like last year our two favorite movies jojo rabbit mm. and um oh my gosh book smart mm-hmm. the stories. further we go on this list the more new stuff there is oh okay nice uh but this one's not new matrix four 
<laughs> I can play that right now. Yep. Yeah. They, were, they haven't made a good Matrix since the first Matrix. Okay, I, I honestly just pictured the car. I don't actually have a sense of what. Matrix oh, Toyota Matrix, excellent car. <laughs> That's All weird. I remember from the first one is a green and black color scheme, yeah. and. That's all I remember. Keanu Reeves being super serious. And dated sunglasses. Very oh dated. They had the sunglasses that clipped onto the side of your face. That's silly. Yeah, it's so, real dumb. I don't know that I've seen three, so I don't know what grounds I'm saying on this, saying this, but are there more stories to tell in The Matrix? Well, I think they ran out halfway through number one. Yeah, someone mm -hmm. will find out. It won't be me. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I bet this gets really good reviews. Yeah. I'm not uh, not going to give it a go. I nope. did love Keanu in uh, Always Be My Maybe. Yeah. Terrific in that. Agree. He Agree. could dodge a bullet, but he couldn't dodge me. Yeah. Really good in John Wick, the John Wick films, which are just like unapologetic, over-the-top over action films mm -hmm. that are real fun to like put on and just kind of half pay attention to. I think he knows when he's overacting and is not embarrassed about yeah. it. Like he seems like an interesting guy who clearly must have a sense of humor about himself. Otherwise he wouldn't have played that caricature of himself and always be my maybe. So yeah. he seems like a cool guy, but I don't need to see him in the matrix again. Sure. Same. And like, he's coming back for Bill and Ted and he doesn't need that money if he can make more matrix movies. So like, mm -hmm. <laughs> Clearly got a good sense of humor about himself, but yeah, yes. whatever. Or I guess Bill and Ted already came out months ago and we just never watched it. <laughs> yeah. We should, though. Uh, I didn't hear good things. I heard pretty good things. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Yeah, it, it's got decent reviews. Hmm, my one coworker really didn't like it. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so next movie is an original. Uh, it's called Passing. Starring Tessa Thompson, Alexander Skarsgård, and Ruth Nega. All three people I like. Uh, and it's about, it follows the unexpected reunion of two high school friends whose renewed acquaintance ignites a mutual obsession that threatens both of their carefully constructed realities. Whoa. Wow, are they into furries, do you think? <laughs> I have no idea. I can't think of who any of those people are. Tessa Thompson plays Valkyrie. Oh. In Thor, and also is in Creed One and Creed Two. Westworld, and is she in Westworld? Yeah, yeah. Right? Oh, the new one is New Westworld, right? QA. Uh, I don't know. She works for the company. Okay. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. in it. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård is. Is he it? No, I think that's Bill Skarsgård. Mm. <laughs> uh, and. Alexander Skarsgård, I think, is his brother. And I think the only thing I remember him from at the moment is the most recent attempt to do um, Tarzan. Hmm. He was in Tarzan. That's a big negative. And then Ruth Nega uh, won an Academy Award for the movie Loving. Mm. Mm -hmm. She's great. She cool. The first thing I saw her in was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And... <laughs> She pretty quickly was killed off in that to go be a movie star. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good afterlife. Yeah. So I don't know. You guys were talking about how you want original things. Is this mm. an original thing you want? I don't know. It sure. sounds intense. If it's not intense, if it's like Booksmart 10 years later, that'd oh, be great. I should also add it's uh, set in Harlem in the 1920s. 
Oh, very different. Not book smart. Wow. It's based on a book. Regarded as a literary classic, the work's progressive sexual ambiguity and am, ambiguity and social commentary continue to speak to audiences nearly a century. A century, yeah, that's for real. After its initial publication, wow, I, I did immediately think queerness when the title was passing. Yeah, me too. Yeah. And hmm. I wonder if their obsession is with each other, and I wonder if it's a queer romance. I would be very into that. Yeah, I immediately assumed death. Who knows? <laughs> mm. Could be. Both of these things make sense. Yeah. Uh, so anybody want to see that? Thumbs up, thumbs down. I'll see it. Maybe. It's an audio medium, though, so don't don't just do the thumbs up, Graham. Um, oh, <laughs> sorry. Yep. Uh, thumbs up. Let me describe it. It was yellow. And they kind of bounce on the screen on a blue field. <laughs> okay. Next one is another original, uh, Babylon, which is directed by Damien Chazelle, who directed Whiplash, a movie that still haunts me. Uh, and Brad Pitt, it's starring Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, and apparently Tobey Maguire. Uh, and it's... A sprawling period epic set against the glorious backdrop of Hollywood in its infancy. Oh, interesting. I'm kind of over period epics. Also, did you mean Whiplash the roller uh, derby? No, Whip It. That was, that was Whip It, and that was directed by Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, who I also loved is in that. it. I loved that movie so much. Yeah, it's one of the best. Whiplash is the Miles Teller, J.K. Simmons drumming movie. Oh! If you haven't seen is so disturbing that it just like you you feel the stress that Miles Teller is under the uh -huh. entire time and it just like Yeah, you continue to feel yucky for days. Yeah. I mm. still feel bad thinking about that. I think I was very stressed at the time I watched it and it just like hit me way too hard. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I watched the trailer and was like, nope, that's not going to be good for my endocrine system. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I am not interested in this movie because the two things that the director directed is that movie, Whiplash, and First Man, which we hated. Yeah, especially you. I, I, I also did not like it. it at all, but you got up and walked away because it was filmed with shaky cam. And yeah, I him to try to make myself throw up. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it didn't work, so I just walked around the theater for a long time and then yeah. went back. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have fun with it. Partially, I didn't have fun with it because I was like, is she okay? Sorry. I could have just asked to leave. I would have been willing to leave. I wasn't I having know. a good time. I didn't know if you were having a good time or not, though. I spent the entire time trying not to look at the screen also because it was yeah. just... It was too much. Yeah. Do it. I, I think my first ever date, I went to see a James Bond movie in probably 2006 <laughs> or seven, probably 2007 uh -huh. or eight, and barfed in the bathroom halfway through. <laughs> it was, it was nope. terrible. I felt so bad. But uh, I, I just can't... Because it was just it was like, act, it wasn't even that shaky. It was James Bond. I'm sure it was not shaky cam, but it was just like a lot of action, vibration, screen, and we sat pretty close. And I sure. Don't sit close. In First Man, no. the shaky cam represented the shakiness of Neil Armstrong's life. Like, I feel like <laughs> it was probably a good movie, but I also just don't need a movie about how hard it was to be a man in the 60s. Like, mm. no, thank you. It was you. very hard to be a straight white man in the 1960s. Yeah, that's it's what that never, movie was about. never been harder at that point, like, he, to that point. How emotionally closeted he was, and he was unable to show emotion to anybody, including himself. Like, I just don't need that. I don't need that one bit. Buzz Lightyear. 
And I like Ryan Gosling, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, didn't like that. No, that uh, was, I didn't like it at all. A Quiet Place Part Two. No, I didn't see part one. Nobody see part one? No. I'll maybe see part one someday, no. but I... Yeah, I, I really, I haven't seen part one. I feel like when I watch it, I have to be in this very particular mind frame. Yeah. And I just haven't reached that since there's been a pandemic. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, not into terror for fun. No. Yeah, Mm-mm. at the moment. No. Same. So let's move on. Mission Impossible 7? No. <laughs> You're saying no. You'd agree a bunch of them. You had a great time at Mission Impossible 6. I sure did, but I it's done. I already watched it. Nah, they've made six winners. Just kidding. <laughs> Two was bad. Four was also bad. Five, six, seven, all winners. Wait, seven hasn't come out yet. Five and six winners. Two I, winners. I would bet seven is also a winner. Seems like they're really at well in it. What'd you say, Rachel? Sorry, yeah. Looks like they're due for a loser then. <laughs> Maybe, but they added Haley Atwell and Palm Clementif. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Haley Atwell is Peggy Carter. I know who that is. Palm Clementif is Mantis. I don't know what Mantis is. Oh yeah. Thank you, Graham. I'm. Uh, let me let me illustrate this. Yeah. I'm doing some little antennae from my forehead. <laughs> Do you know Mantis now? No. <laughs> oh. In Guardians of the Galaxy and Avengers. <gasps> Oh, yeah, fun. She's, fun. she's fun and she is either French or Dutch. I'm not sure. But yeah, she's fun. Seems fun. Hmm. Is this the one where Tom Cruise goes to space? Next one. Uh, Russia is also trying to beat Tom Cruise to space. That's funny. There's a mini space race to have an actor go to space. For the actual movie, they're going to go to space? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Tom Cruise is a lunatic. Isn't this a great That's use? True money he's an absolute lunatic well it's not our money it's not government money well somebody else could have put this money to something more constructive it's elon musk this is probably a better use of his money than fuck you elon musk this is probably a better use of elon musk's money than what he is probably spending it on which is you know stepping on the working man and then pretending he's he's still stepping on the working man to send tom cruise to space yeah but now he's doing it with a little bit less money do you think that he, this is just a giant ad for his space thing? No, Mission Impossible 8 might be a giant ad for his space thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to make it clear that's 8, this is 7. Uh, well, uh, I may, maybe if it was on for free in the background. I'm a hard no, because this film is a two-parter. No, thank you. Oh, more two-part movies. They're all fun. I'm on board. I thought that it was Ocean's Eleven, but the next one Ocean's after Ocean's nine? Seven, Ocean's yeah, whatever. And I was hyped for it, but that it's would definitely be so not. It's good. Mission Impossible. They haven't announced that one yet, so I don't know if that's happening. Mm-hmm. I need it to happen. We gotta Ugh. get Kate Blanchett. She, I don't know how available she is. She's got a lot going on. Mm. Yeah. Uh, next up is The Suicide Squad, which is a movie that I'm anticipating not a lot of interest in, but I'm gonna see it. There already was a Suicide Squad. That was called Suicide Squad. No. Instead, the Ohio what State if instead they just make more uh, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn, Quinn. Uh, digital? She's got first billing. I mean, she could lead the group. So there's there's two groups. So they got James Gunn, who directed Guardians of the Galaxy, to make this. Okay. And basically, it seems like they said to him, you can have any B-list DC character and you can kill off any B-list DC character. So he's got this cast is like 30 people. Wow. And it's like 30 fairly well-known people and like 
Idris Elba, John Cena, Taika Waititi is voicing somebody. Ooh. Uh, it's got Pete Davidson. Uh, <gasps> it's got, like, I could keep naming people. Wow. That's where the list runs out. Uh, and they, he's just going to kill off a bunch of them. That sounds great. I want to see Pete Davidson and John Cena have, like, fisticuffs. <laughs> I think that would be very fun. John Cena is playing Peacemaker, who is a character who values peace so much that he will kill anyone to achieve it. Excellent. I've seen a lot of movies like that. Yeah, it's a, what's well, it's a joke. Yeah. Age of Ultron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except peace this, in our time. except this is just a guy who wears a dumb helmet and has two guns. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Nathan Fillion is playing a character who they haven't, they haven't revealed his name, but I'm pretty sure he's playing arm fall off boy. Uh, whose power is that his arms detach like a gecko and then he regrow yeah like a gecko and then he regrows his arms so basically he can just use his detached arms to beat people <laughs> so that's this so it's r rated obviously and it seems like it's just going to be Joyous. the most bizarre movie that maybe the most bizarre movie that comes out of a major film studio this that year be fun yeah it's yeah. Like either going to be a total train wreck or just real fun i'm back in a little bit yeah. I wouldn't die to see it. No. I wouldn't either. But I might die to see Spider-Man 3. Nah, I wouldn't die to see that. Nope. I haven't seen any of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. Oh, no, you should. They're fun. And this I one know. has just about anybody you could possibly expect in a Spider-Man film. Uh, obviously, you got Tom Holland, Zendaya, Marissa Tomei. But they're bringing back uh, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. That's terrific. This is Into the Spider-Verse, but live? Basically, it's like the start of... It's the start of a Spider-Verse movie. It's like a backdoor pilot for a Spider-Verse movie. They're bringing back Jamie Foxx, who played Electro. They're bringing back Alfred Molina, who played Doc Ock. Um, There are rumors about several more people coming back and Mm -hmm. several more people being cast. Willem Dafoe? There are rumors that Willem Dafoe is coming back, yeah. Terrific. I love that guy. I'd watch it, but I'm just so, like, Spider-Man is so boring to me at this point. I feel like they do the same plot in every single one, and they've made, like, 12 of them. No, but Andrew Garfield skateboards. Yeah, but he's also a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, he's a cool nerd. No, not redeeming enough for me. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Oh, I think Emma Stone might be back. Oh, Kirsten Dunst is back, too, yeah. Wow. Gotta love it. Here's a nunster. They brought back anybody you can think of. They're coming back. You know, I'll just watch Bring It On if I want to watch Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> Emma Stone possibly pending rumored pregnancy issues. Oh, I think she's pregnant and they might not be able to film a thing while she's pregnant. Okay. I thought maybe like she scheduling, was complications. Scheduling. I was like, what a way to find out. They wouldn't report that and they wouldn't have that scoop in the playlist.net. <laughs> be a weird one. I'm um, glad that we don't think she's ill. Mm-hmm. No. So, yeah. Looking forward to that. I am. It's going to be great. Sure. I did a Yoda thing there. Yeah, you sure did. <laughs> so great. You sure did. Um, all right. We're in the home stretch here. Doing great. Are we? Eh, we're close. How many more left? Not as many as you'd think. Maybe we should take a couple and just like say the movie title, yes or no. Not as, no, because at this point, they're pretty much all Judas and the Black Messiah. No. oh you're gonna regret that when i tell you that it's the story of fred hampton chairman of the illinois black panther Uh, party and his fateful betrayal by fbi informant william o'neill all right 
starring yeah. Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, and several other people, including Martin Sheen. Huh. Interesting. Saw him at a grocery store in Cleveland one time. Okay. Martin Sheen? Oh, yeah. What? No, you didn't. Sure did. Dan and I just were at the Heinen's that's downtown and Martin Sheen was getting lunch just by himself. And this like two bro-y dads and their bro-y kids uh, like were really geeked to see Martin Sheen. And one of them talked to him for like a long time and he seemed very accommodating. It was nice. He's a great dude. Good. Seems like a great dude. This sounds really intense. I would love to probably know more about it and see it. Coming to HBO Max. Uh, I saw John Cena at a Best Buy one time. Whoa! Yeah. Was he in Peacemaker garb? This was like 2006, so no. Uh, My brother said, whoa, look at that guy's watch. Gray loved that joke. (laughs) How did you see him? (laughs) (laughs) The John Cena thing. Yeah, I appreciate it. Also, as as we're talking about WWE stars who have successfully transitioned to Hollywood careers, can we talk about Dave Bautista being the WWE star Bautista and his costume was just a Speedo with a bat across the crotch? (laughs) Terrific! He's so good. He's so good in Guardians of the Galaxy. He's one of the villains, I'm pretty sure, in Dune. Mm. He is in Dune, which we'll talk about. He's in that... uh spy babysitter one that came out a long time ago that we saw previews spy i think for like it's on amazon incessantly it's on amazon prime if you want to watch it i don't want to watch it uh no when i saw john cena uh but how okay i saw john cena (laughs) at a best buy because my brother said whoa look at that guy's watch and i looked at that guy's watch and it was like diamond studded like the whole way around and like was the size of my 14 year old face. <laughs> and I looked up at his face and I was like, that's a famous person. And my brother was like, Whoa, that's John Cena. And I didn't know who John Cena was, but I was like, wow, John Cena. <laughs> I can't believe it. Yeah. But it was John Cena. That's funny. Uh, next thing is next goal wins directed by Taika Waititi. Great. Starring Michael Fassbender, Army Hammer, Elizabeth Moss, and Rise Darby. It's the story of Dutch coach Thomas Rangen attempting the nearly impossible task of turning the American Samoa soccer team from perennial losers into winners. That sounds fun. Isn't it true facts? I have no idea. Cool. It does sound fun. Are there American Samoa actors? I'm sure there are. It seems like Taika would make sure of that. I'm sure there are. Is Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it? I strongly doubt it. He's he very like busy. He's not a soccer type either. He's very busy. That would be fun. Viable as a soccer player. Yeah, a little too big. A little too big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, that sounds great. great. Yeah. Uh, next up is No Time to Die. Die Hard? It, Bond. James Bond? It's James Bond. Oh, okay. It's got to be this one of the two. Or the Fast one and the Furious. That they've been doing. Uh, yeah promotion for for like two years now you really got a feel for daniel craig because he was like all right i'll do one more and then i'm never talking about james bond again and he did snl for it and he you know did the whole promotional tour and then they delayed it for more than a year (laughs) yeah that's a shame is that also trying to come out in theaters is that why they're yep i heard that they're making Maybe from you guys making more Knives Out movies with him. Yes. Yeah. Um. They are. Yeah. 
that don't have anybody else. It's just him and his adventures as a PI. Yeah. I totally see that. Yeah. I hope that Tony Collette gets to have a guest star appearance. I wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> uh, I like her. One of the. Was she the main character? No. No, she's. I did really like that actress too, but she's the one who plays the Goop esque uh, aunt. Do you mm-hmm. know who? I only saw that movie once. I think I need to see. I hardly remember anything after one viewing. She's one of the family members. I've seen it a lot. It's. <laughs> Tops, tops up there for me. Mm-hmm. There are rumors that No Time to Die is going to go to streaming and that Netflix and HBO Max and a couple other streaming services are, are bidding over it. Yeah. But the Broccoli family want like $150 million God, or something. And broccoli family. Yeah, the Broccoli family own James Bond. And so I always bring up the Broccoli family because their name is ridiculous. It's an absurd. Name. Wasn't there a soccer player whose name was Broccoli? I'm probably I'm just thinking of Drum. Big Baby Dream. <laughs> I don't know Broccoli, the soccer player. Mm. All they want to do is eat their broccoli. I would totally watch it on a streaming service. Yeah, we got really excited to watch it around Thanksgiving. I forget like and what then we're precipitated like, that, nope, but it was can't watch it. Yeah, not until Did you watch a different James Bond. No. no. Oh, we. It might have been right after we watched Knives Out. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, home stretch here. There's yep. only like six more. Uh, Eternals, another Marvel movie. Uh, crazy deep cast. Uh, first deaf character in a Marvel movie played by a deaf actor. A um, couple other firsts that I don't remember off the top of my head. Basically, seems like it's going to be real interesting. Yeah, okay. I'm in. I'm in. Naya rocks. Wait, Space, are, the, are the Marvel movies coming to Disney Plus? They will be on Disney Plus. I don't think the plan at the moment is for them to go directly to Disney Plus, but they're going to hold off on that until the last possible minute, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else we got? We have no. Oh, the United States versus Billie Holiday. Following jazz legend Billie Holiday during her career as the Federal Department of Narcotics targets her with an undercover sting operation led by black federal agent Jimmy Fletcher, with whom she had a tumultuous affair. Mm. Wow. Yikes. I love Billie Holiday. I'd probably see that. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds intense. Yeah. Intense. And I'm and like, didn't that ruin Billie Holiday's career? Probably. I don't think I want to see that movie because I don't want to feel so sad for Billie Holiday. Because I think I heard a thing on, on I think it was on Fresh Air about how um, like the FBI was like obsessed with jazz culture as like the root of all American eagles, eagle, <laughs> all American evil. As, of course, the company American Eagle yeah. spread out of jazz culture. <laughs> Every time you saw a sixteen-year-old really into weightlifting yeah. teenager mm-hmm. wearing an American Eagle shirt that came out of jazz culture. And Absolutely. I'm pretty sure they like ruined Billie Holiday's life along with the lives of many others. So I don't think I want to see that movie. Yikes. I don't have a sense of that history, so I would like to see it. And I do love Billie Holiday. And yeah, the FBI sucks. Mm-hmm. So. I bet the music is sick though. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, next up, because I'm, I'm just powering through here. Great. Last Night in Soho, which is directed by Edgar Wright, 
who directed Baby Driver and Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and mm. uh, At the World's End, uh, mm-hmm. uh, starring Thomasin McKenzie, who I don't know, Anya Taylor-Joy, who had a breakout year last year and is in like everything, and Matt Smith. Mm. Uh, it is the story of a young girl passionate about fashion design who is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters her idol, a dazzling wannabe singer. But 1960s London is not what it seems, and time seems to fall apart with shady consequences. That synopsis does not grab me. I'm into it. it I'm into weird. it, too. Yeah. It sounds weird. It sounds like, what was that weird movie that took place in Paris with Owen Wilson? Oh, yeah. I hated that movie. <laughs> I, that's one of those movies that if it was anybody but Woody Allen who had directed it, I would yeah. have liked it a lot more than, I mean, I like, I think it's a good movie, but also the fact that Woody Allen directed it makes me, you know, yep. apparently like this is gross because Woody Allen directed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yep. I'm, I struggle with that one. Yeah. But I don't remember why I didn't like it now. Mm. Well. You did, I think at the time you just said you didn't. I just thought it was lame. I just didn't find yeah. anybody compelling. You don't really care about history in that way. I don't care about any of the people that he met. Every single person that he met, he's like, whoa, you're, you're so-and-so, man. I was like, I don't care. Are they interesting? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Get off your ass. The sun also rises, author Hemingway. Oh, that guy sucks. But like, Hemingway incredibly interesting but yeah. not interesting in that movie to me at all he's just like i'm a fun party dude who likes to drink mm. i had a fun time there's a fun tom hiddleston story because tom hiddleston plays um f scott fitzgerald in that and he didn't read the entire script he only read his parts of it so he didn't realize that owen wilson was playing a time traveler and he just like <laughs> Everyone was wearing 1920s clothes, and then he sees Owen Wilson walk up, and he's like, "Are you not in costume? Like, you gotta. We, we're we're about to film." And Owen Wilson was like, "Oh no! Like, I'm from the future. <laughs> I travel back. That's the whole thing." <laughs> yeah, Tom Hiddleston seems great. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, next film on the list is the Tragedy of Macbeth, which is directed by one of the Cohen brothers. Uh, it's Macbeth, but it stars Denzel Washington, Francis Mc Francis McDormand, uh, Brendan Gleeson, who it anybody know who Brendan Gleeson is? Uh, he is the guy from About Time, the mm. the kid from About Time. Not Domhnall Gleeson. Oh no, it is a different guy. Brendan Gleeson is um, an older. It might be his dad. Now that I think about it, oh. he's older. Uh, he's in Mr. Mercedes, which is a show I haven't seen, but I keep getting ads for on on one of these streaming services. Mm. Anyway, it's just Macbeth, but it's done by the Coen brothers, so it'll be slightly different, probably. Again, okay. do we not have new stories to tell? That's how I feel. Like, I'm sure it will be very good yeah. and will probably be up for awards. And, like, I don't need to see it at all. Mm. Yeah. I'm not going to see everything that's nominated for Best Picture if it's nominated for Best Picture, but, like, I've read Macbeth. I was Lady Macbeth for Halloween one time in high school. It was great because I wore my pajamas and I went up to my high school boyfriend who was a zombie and had blood all over him. And I went do, 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 do with my hands to get blood on them. And then I was wearing my jammies and had blood on my hands. And that was it because she wears her jammies and she's got blood on her hands. And that was, I was Lady Macbeth. That's fun. I didn't wear like a gown or anything. I just wore, you know, like 
plaid pants and <laughs> it was great i was so comfy good that's nice okay dune yeah so i'm excited for dune i watched the preview a couple weeks I ago because i was just like hyped on it i'm in the middle of dune i was in the beginning of dune then and i watched the preview and i hadn't met some characters and so now my my imagination is deeply tainted with the visuals from this movie trailer. it was a big mistake but i'm loving the book i am just over two-thirds of the way through Charles, our dear roommate, got the first volume of the graphic novel for Christmas. And I'm excited to look at that. But I haven't looked at it yet. Uh, but yes, I am excited for Dune. I think that uh, Timothée Chalamet will be a good uh, kind of, I mean, deeply broody, kind of whiny so broody. main character. I think that'll be fine. I'm not a fan. Of Timothy Chalamet? Of Timothy Chalamet. Timothée. So I don't know anything... I don't know anything about Dune except for the one article that Adam synopsized for me about how Dune is like a Bible for right-wing conservatives and eugenics and all sorts of other things. And I was like, boy, I don't want to read that book. Wow, would you (laughs) say that? It confuses me to have this conversation now because that's literally all I know about it. So let them, they were going to say something. I just, Adam, I would love for you to send me that article. Uh, And my read of Dune so far is that it's just a really, like, super legendary sci-fi fantasy novel. And, yeah, just have a lot of pals who just, like, love it and read it regularly or have read it a bunch or whatever. And I'm having a great time. It is, like, wild and certainly problematic in a variety of ways. And... It's very captivating fiction like for my brain. Any of the characters get out unscathed, though. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it that their portrayals are like these are great people mm-hmm. who like have problematic things. I think it's all like these are very complex, weird people who have been like the product of some, yeah, like intense family dynamics, some like strange uh, seeding of societies, etc. Hmm. Yeah, so I have not read Dune. I will not pretend to know all about this subject, but I had heard uh, in the past that Dune has been uh, co-opted, essentially, by certain far-right groups um, to as, as kind of a, a Bible of what can be achieved uh, if certain far-right uh, ideals are put into action. Wow. Essentially. I will send you the article. <laughs> yeah, I want to read that article. I'm going to reread it before I read it a couple years ago. My dad and all of his siblings and that family like love it. So, yeah. yeah we'll definitely I, see it. Yeah, I don't I, I don't think the author necessarily intended for a lot of the stuff to be interpreted the way it has been interpreted by yeah. certain people. But people have interpreted it in that way. Sure. And like anybody can interpret things in any way. And conversely, like you can have a magical experience with a book on a, you know, deep and personal level and then later find out that the author is real shitty, a.k.a. Harry Potter. And (laughs) (laughs) oh, no. Oh, no. But like it definitely or. But you know it can go it can go any any old way. Sure. I, I was briefly playing my character there, person who hasn't paid attention to Harry Potter since 2010. <laughs> that, I was uh-huh. it was captivating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice one. 
Also, yeah. if you want to be converted uh, to a Timothee Chalamet fan, I suggest watching the <laughs> SNL in which he and Pete Davidson do some great skits. SoundCloud rappers. I think I watched a couple of those and I thought, wow, Pete Davidson is so charismatic. Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> totally ignored Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Okay, you ready for the last one? There's Ooh, one. It is the playlist's most anticipated film. It is not my most anticipated film. I think it's probably going to be bad. So it is Killers of the Flower Moon, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring DiCaprio and De Niro. And it is about members of the Osage tribe in the United States who were murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. And the story seems interesting to me, but... There's no Native cast members listed in this thing. Well, there probably are, but there probably are are Native cast members because DiCaprio and De Niro are the two biggest names. So... It's a white savior movie. I'm going to say it right now. <laughs> so I don't. Woohoo, FBI. So I also don't want to sync this movie based on who the playlist.net listed as being the cast. There. Yeah. That's true. That's it's true. not this movie's fault. They only listed two people. I, aren't the FBI the problem in this one? Probably. Yeah. It seems oh, like they are launching the investigation into the mysterious. Yeah. Movie, so. uh, but anything that involves J. Edgar Hoover, I assume the FBI is the bad guys. Mm. Were you, I feel like I have heard about this, but I'm trying to remember who was talking about it. Because apparently that plot of land that the Osage uh, tribe was like basically forced to take uh, ended up being incredibly oil rich mm. and therefore like becoming a very big monetary like gain for them actually and there was just this absurd like increase in wealth and then a whole bunch of people making money and some people not and therefore like a lot of weirdness and maybe bad blood mm. interesting i don't know anything about that are you I don't know anything up? about that no i'm not oh okay so that is every movie yeah that would okay i'm i'm back on board a little bit that would be interesting i'll wait to see a trailer yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. Members hmm. of the Osage tribe in the U.S. are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s, sparking a major FBI investigation involving J. Edgar Hoover. As I read a couple minutes ago, yeah. I was just reading it again. Okay. <laughs> All right. For anyone who zoned out for a second. Yeah, I like myself. Okay, so that's every movie. Um, does anyone have a movie that they are particularly looking forward to? Scoob. We didn't even talk about Scoob. Yeah, Scoob's been out for a year. I'm not interested in seeing Scoob. Yeah, it's on HBO Max. Oh, can see it for free. Right. Interested in that 1920s Harlem one? If it's a queer romance. Yeah. Sure. Honestly, none of these grabbed me. (laughs) Uh, I can't remember now, but there was some that I was excited (laughs) for, for sure. Let's take it back to the top then. Oh gosh. What was number 99, Adam? Number 99 was 3,000 Years of Longing. It was. Oh, yeah. If I Am the Immortal Star. 
Oh, I am interested in the Gucci one starring Lady Gaga in Couture as a murderer, as a yeah. wannabe murderer. I think that'll be fascinating. That's going to be, be fascinating. Great. I can't wait. I think once again, I am excited for some of the Marvel ones, which I think was one of my responses one year ago was like, yeah, I'm excited for the Marvel ones. I think I just really do often love superhero movies. So great. Because yeah. they're a blast. I'm thinking I maybe have already seen that Lady Gaga movie in many of her aughts music videos. In which he wears couture and murders people sometimes, or is, oh, yeah. you know, like camp horror. Or is on the run. Super fun. Yeah. With, sometimes from herself, maybe. With Beyonce. Oh, fun. She reportedly does not like that music video now because she was trying to do too many things and she sees where her brain was going but doesn't think it achieved any of them. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you, that hair rolled up in pop cans is an iconic look and pretty easy to recreate as a freshman in college with no planning. You just go I've in there. Seeing the pictures. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. Pretty fun. Cool. Pretty fun. Great yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, thanks for <laughs> being on, guys. Yeah, absolutely. It's a succinct time. hour and a half. Yeah, no problem. St. Vincent, the rock star, is releasing music this year. And this was another note that I took from Super. It maybe has a visual component. It maybe doesn't. I think we talked about this yesterday, and I was very tired. And no um, part of this is a movie? Yes, but I just wanted to bring it up. Shout out the Dear Matt Super. Uh, no, maybe part of it is a visual component to the album and is thus cinematic, but her music is cinematic already. So what is that's a what movie? I have to say. <laughs> what is a movie? A topic for another podcast. We'll yeah. investigate next time on Dear Graham. Do we have a theme song? All right. Thanks for coming on, guys. <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.